cattle futures gained week to week, although cash volume was light and will likely remain so for another holiday week. Wholesale beef prices show signs of reaching support levels. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 28th of December, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Cattle futures made solid gains during the holiday shortened trading week, buoyed by positive fundamentals and strengthening equity markets. For perspective, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 1,370 points week to week on Monday. The S&P 500 was up 223 points and the NASDAQ was up 890 points as investors speculated the Omicron variant won't slow economic progress. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices softened a touch early last week but strengthened as time wore on. Live prices were $135 a hundredweight in the Southern Plains and Nebraska and at $138 in the Western Corn Belt. Dress trade was at $217 to $218. The five-area direct-weighted average steer price last week was $1.55 lower at $135.64. It was $1.12 lower in the beef at $217.30. Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, notes in his weekly market comments that softer cash-fed cattle prices were expected given the holiday-shortened slaughter schedules last week and this week. As slaughter levels ramp back up to typical levels in January, finished cattle prices will be supported moving into March and April, he says. According to Griffith, the January and February market may continue to be sluggish relative to the late fall surge, but prices should stay above $130 and push back to the $140 mark as demand seasonally strengthens in the spring and summer. Total estimated cattle slaughter last week was 488,000 head. Year-to-date, total cattle slaughter was 32.66 million head, which was 958,000 head more, or 3% more than the same time last year. Estimated year-to-date beef production of 27.05 billion pounds was 694.4 million pounds more, or 2.6% more than a year earlier. Live cattle futures closed an average of $2.90 higher week-to-week on Monday, more than regaining the previous week's losses. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. You'll find everything from cattle handling tips to an examination of the ongoing challenges faced by ranchers on the Mexican border, to a reflection on grilling from the history guy, to a profile of Matthew Bones Hooks, a pioneering black cowboy and civic leader who was recently inducted into the National Cowboy Hall of Fame, and lots, lots more. Take a look. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $3.36 higher week-to-week on Monday, 
gaining back a majority of losses from the previous week. That was despite surging corn futures prices, which closed an average of 19.3 cents higher through the front six contracts week to week. Soybean futures closed an average of 69.3 cents higher through the front six contracts. The increase also came despite the lack of cash direction, with most auction barns staying closed for the holidays until next week. The CME feeder cattle index was $1.46 lower week to week on Friday at $160.70. Griffith points out most feeder cattle contracts last week traded at the lowest levels in a month before rallying back. Although corn prices are likely adding pressure to feeder cattle, he says they're unlikely to weigh too heavily as the supply of feeder cattle for the next year is essentially set at this point and competition for those cattle will be fierce. Griffith adds that increasing input costs makes cow herd expansion difficult. He explains some producers may be forced to reduce herd sizes further as they attempt to maintain positive cash flow. Heading into the new year, Griffith says, expectations are for cattle prices to grind higher with seasonal trends in place for most weight classes of cattle. Wholesale beef prices showed signs of reaching support levels last week as buyers shift winter selections. Choice box beef cutout value is $2.10 higher week to week on Monday at $264.48 hundredweight. Select was $4.51 higher at $255.18. Griffith points to the narrowing choice select spread and says it's likely to continue narrowing the next six to eight weeks as consumers focus on end meat and slow cooker beef preparation. He adds that wholesale beef prices are expected to increase heading into the spring and summer, which means retailers will be forced to keep the retail price of beef elevated. Although there has been considerable conversation concerning consumers' willingness to pay for beef, he says there is currently no reason to suspect consumers will curtail beef buying. Based on Monday's trade, markets viewed last week's monthly cattle on feed report for feedlots with a thousand head or more capacity as neutral as expected. Cattle feeders placed 1.97 million head in November, which was 68,000 head more or 3.6% more than a year earlier. That was in line with pre-report expectations. In terms of placement weights, 53.3% went on feed, weighing 699 pounds or less, 35.5% weighing 700 to 899 pounds, and 11.2% weighing 900 pounds or more. Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, points out in his weekly market comments, increased placements were comprised of cattle weighing less than 700 pounds, which were 7.0% more than the previous year, while feeders placed on feed at weights heavier than 700 pounds were 0.7% less. According to Peel, Placements of lightweight cattle are typically high in November, with seasonally large numbers of springborn calves. However, the increase may be somewhat exaggerated this year for several reasons. For one, Peel says, reduced grazing and backgrounding opportunities due to drought are likely contributing to increased placements. Secondly, Peel explains, the drought may also be leading more heifers to market rather than being retained as replacements further increasing lightweight placements. Finally, according to Peel, 
feedlots may be placing more lightweight cattle simply because overall feeder supplies are declining. As feeder cattle supplies decrease, at least for a few months, he explains feedlots will be able to maintain inventories by placing smaller cattle, essentially borrowing against future feeder supplies. Lightweight placements will also add more days on feed and further extend feedlot inventories for a period of time. However, as 2022 proceeds, Peel says smaller feeder cattle supplies will result in more pronounced decreases in feedlot inventories. As for the rest of that cattle on feeder port, marketings in November of 1.87 million head were 94,000 head more, or 5.3% more than a year earlier. That was a touch more than pre-report expectations. Cattle on feed December 1st of 11.98 million head were 51,000 head fewer, or 0.4% less than the same time last year. And that's your calf news price point for the 28th of December. This is Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.